The National Institute of Standards and Technologies is updating its guidance that helps organizations assess their IT systems, determine which IT security and privacy controls to adopt. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to bring back Ron Ross and this fellow and principal architect of the draft guidance, known as Special Publication 853A, Revision 4. Welcome, Ron. Eric, it's always good to be with you, and uh, we're really glad to uh, be able to talk about this publication today. If you had to highlight a couple of significant changes in the draft revision from the original guidance, what would they be? Well, there's several important things going on. This publication, as you know, is a companion document to the security and privacy controls uh, document 800-53. And the 53 alpha, the A, really is for assessment procedures. When we came out in April of 2013 with our revision four for the special pub 853 with all the new controls, uh, both for security and privacy, we had to bring up to date the companion publication that had all the assessment procedures that are going to be used by federal agencies and our customers in the private sector who choose to use our documents. The equivalent security and privacy uh, assessment procedures uh, are being developed to, to kind of keep up with that uh, original 853 document. That's the first significant uh, change to this update. The second thing we did, in order to support the ongoing work and continuous monitoring and what we call ongoing authorization, where we're moving away from the three-year reauthorization cycle and going to the more continuous monitoring, near real-time risk management approach, we felt it was necessary to be able to break down the controls into the assessment procedures to support those controls into smaller chunks that people could assess. Can you give broad example going to smaller chunks? There could be a, a control, for example, like developing a contingency plan uh, and then uh, maybe assessing that plan to see how effective it is or making sure that everybody uh, in the organization has a copy of the plan. There are Usually when our controls are, are developed, there could be one or more pieces to a particular security control. So when an assessor comes in and tries to see if that control is effective, they're going to want to look at um, probably all the different parts of the control that are listed in 853. In this particular update to our assessment procedures, we've now break up the, each of the uh, determination statements. These are, these are assessment objectives, what you intend to achieve when you're doing the assessment. We break them down into more meaningful parts that track with the actual control. So now the assessors, instead of having to assess every part of every control all the time, they can pick and choose according to the continuous monitoring strategy. How often are you going to uh, test or assess this control versus that control? And within the specific control, if it's got multiple parts, there may be one or two pieces of a control that uh, are giving the organization more trouble and they want to be focusing on that part of that control a little more closely. This gives you the ability to fine-tune the assessments, which can have huge effects for both efficiencies and cost-effectiveness of the assessments as organizations uh, go through all of their controls that they've implemented. By having more, you can be more precise, and that makes it easier not only to implement but also to assess. Exactly. I, I use the analogy of an auto mechanic. If, if you take your car in and, and the, and the uh, service manual says to the mechanic, just check out the engine to see what's wrong, well, that's one level of granularity. The equivalent, what we've done now is we've taken the engine apart and we've said, here is how to assess the, the transmission or the electronic system or whatever the pieces of the engine is, how they're defined. That's how we've broken down the control assessment procedures. I know you're a big uh, NASCAR fan, and uh, I appreciate the analogy to uh, automobiles. Oh, yes, yes. I, I am a huge NASCAR fan, and uh, we, we, we actually learn a lot from, 
from the racing business, and we, we could apply a lot of those uh, things that they do to, to our work, and sometimes you can learn from others. I interrupted you with the NASCAR analogy. Please go on. The other significant thing that's going to go hand-in-hand with the more granular breakdown is we've developed a new um, nomenclature or syntax or naming convention. So every one of those smaller assessment parts, so to speak, has a specific tag or number associated with it. This now makes it easy for the uh, industry folks who are building automated tools to help assess, uh, you know, controls in federal systems or support continuous monitoring initiatives. The naming convention now is very consumable by automated tools. It makes it very easy for them to name each part and then address those parts and and, uh, be able to assess down to that level. Stakeholders have until September 26th to submit submit their recommendations. What happens then and when should the final version of this guidance be published? Well, I would say for for sure we will have the final before the end of this calendar year, uh, hopefully before that. Uh, the, the time it takes to adjudicate the public comments, and we take the public comment process very seriously, as you know, and every comment that comes in. So if, if we get a huge number of comments, it takes us longer to go through them, obviously, and sometimes it's harder to address certain comments than others. But this document, I'm assuming it's not going to have too many comments coming in because the work is fairly well laid out. Uh, it tracks with our controls. And if the comments are fairly light, uh, we could turn this around within two months from that uh, September 26th date. Our objective is to get it uh, finalized as soon as possible so our customers can start using it. Although I would say that, like with all of our draft publications, uh, they can start using it right now if they if they need to have these assessment procedures for some of the new controls that are in 853. Thanks, Ron. Thank you, Eric. I've been speaking with Nisran Ross. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.